Greetings everyone, this is Suzanne Pillins speaking on the gift of righteousness part 2. In our previous lesson we realized that walking in righteousness makes you strong but sin makes you very very weak and the wages of sin is death. That is how a person who steals once or twice can become a thief. They don't want to, but they become so weak they're unable to say no. And it's the same with people that drink too much, people who become drug addicts, and any addiction is come into in this way. They've become too weak to say no. Even cigarettes is an addiction. They want to give it up, but they become too weak to say no. But we realize that if a person <coughs> truly repents, and that means radical turnaround to pursue that righteousness, no matter how hard it is or what it might cost them, God will give them the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it. And this person will become stronger and stronger and stronger in righteousness until they are stronger than that sin, stronger than that sickness, stronger than that demon, stronger than the devil. And God will pour out his Holy Spirit through that person with great power and effect because there's no sin clogging up that channel from heaven. And so we all need to pursue righteousness. And it says in 2 Corinthians 3.18, But we all with unfailed face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord. How can we be changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to the other? Let's read 1 Corinthians 1.30. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who have become for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. To sanctify means to make holy and set apart for God. Redemption means that we are rescued and delivered from evil. Proverbs 2.9 says, Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. And Psalm 112 verse 1 says, Praise the Lord, blessed is a man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. To fear God is wisdom, and to shun all evil is understanding. This means to fear, to hurt God, by any sin or unrighteousness and to seek his righteousness instead. Proverbs 21 verse 21 says, He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness and honor. 2 Corinthians 5 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. How can we become the righteousness of God? Romans 5, 18 and 19 gives us insight. 
Therefore, as through one man's offence, judgment, judgments came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteousness act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. And this is what Jesus did on the cross. Dying in our place to give man a second chance to obey him. After what Adam and Eve had brought upon mankind by eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The gift of salvation is the saving people from the effects of evil and wrongdoing. So the fall of man when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil caused sin, sickness and death to enter the world. But the gift of God is freedom from wrongdoing and the doing of right things like kindness, truthfulness, justice, care for others. We have all been taught to turn from evil, as it's written in the following verses. Proverbs 10.2 Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. Proverbs 11.19 As righteousness leads to life, he who pursues evil pursues his own death. Proverbs twelve twenty eight, In the way of righteousness is life, and its pathway there is no death. We need to turn our backs on all evil and pursue God and his righteousness every moment of our lives. As we yield to God's ways and guidance, we will come under his protection and we will be made more and more righteous. As we are reminded in 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Timothy 6.11 says But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. So how do we actively pursue righteousness? What happens when we do something wrong? We will come out of the presence of God and guilt will take hold of us. This can cause many reactions. Some may confess their sin. Others might try and excuse their sin. Note what Philippians 3, 4, 3 verse 9 says. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that is through faith in Christ. The righteousness which is from God by faith. Now this is talking about God's righteousness. What is the scripture saying? What does a child do when he does something wrong? Does he plead his parents for, for forgiveness over and over? Is he afraid he will be thrown out of the house? No, he runs crying into his parents' arms where his parents will comfort and warn him of the dangers of what he's done. And hopefully the child will never do that thing again, but has less, learned a lesson in righteousness and walk in that area of righteousness. 
and God treats us the same way. Through the consequence of sin, we may still have to bear even though we are forgiven. So you will forgive the child, but there may be they're still going to be punished. If we do something wrong, we've got to bear the consequence, even though we are forgiven. Romans 4, 3 to 8 speaks into the situation. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him righteous. Now to him who works the wages are not counted as grace but as debt. But to him who does not work but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and those sins are covered. Blessed is the man in whom the Lord shall impute sins. The reason for this is what the Lord has made available to us through Jesus. Romans 3, 21 to 26 says, But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, who God sent forth as appropriation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in the forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, for he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. This is glorious news for us. Salvation and righteousness are linked together and both are received by faith. Further encouragement comes from Romans 1.17. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteousness will live by faith. How should we then live? Romans 6.19 I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanliness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. As we yield ourselves to the holiness of God day by day by coming into his presence daily in prayer, he will enable us to become more and more righteousness. And Ephesians 4.24 says that you may put on the new man that was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. When we spend time with God in prayer, we will take on his nature just as we would by spending time with any person whom we admire. Daniel teaches us in 4 verses 27, Therefore, O king, let my advice be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by being righteous and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor. Perhaps there may be lengthening 
of your prosperity. And what is the result of living in righteousness? The answer is provided in the following passages. Job 29, 14-16 I put on righteousness and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and turban. I was eyes to the blind, I was feet to the lame, I was father to the poor, and I searched out the case I did not know. In righteousness you shall be established, this is Isaiah fifty four fourteen, and you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror it shall not come near you. And Isaiah 61, 61.10 I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul will joy, be joyful, my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and the bride adorns herself for the jewels. Righteousness changes us. Righteousness frees us. And righteousness brings us closer to Jesus and if you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour please say this prayer after me Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me on the cross please forgive me every sin I've ever done I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life please come into my life as my Lord and Saviour Teach me to walk before you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Thank you, Jesus. And if you've just said that prayer, pray every day, pursue righteousness, that God may give you the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it. Read your Bible every day. Join a church and tell somebody else what you have done. This is Suzanne from suzannesministries.co.uk That's www.suzannes dot co suzannesministries.co.uk And remember, Jesus loves you so, so much. God bless you.